In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. As I begin to share the message, I'll pray. Holy Spirit, speak through me. I surrender myself to you. Put your words upon my tongue. Please give me divine utterance. You are the Lord who gives human beings their mouths and make the one heart of hearing to hear. You are the God who makes the blind to see. Help me to speak and teach what you want to say so that ears will hear, eyes will see, the oppressed will go free, and your name will be glorified. Thank you, everlasting Father. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. I've titled this message, My Time and Season of Breakthrough. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Exodus 3 verse 1. There is a season, a time appointed for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. A time and a season. During our 21 day of fasting, one of the words we stood on is Psalm 102 verse 13. The amplified version. You will arise and have compassion on Zion. For it's time to be gracious and to show favor to her. Yes, the appointed time, the moment designated has come. It's a time of God's favor, a time of God's grace. It's the appointed time and the moment designated. As I prepared, I thought about what does breakthrough really mean? I'll read some dictionary meanings and then I'll tell you what I came up with. It's a sudden, dramatic, important discovery or development. A breakthrough in, for example, the COVID-19 outbreak. A research. It's, it's about a breakthrough. Instance of achieving success in a particular sphere or activity. It's a notable success. Act or instance of moving through or beyond an obstacle. Let me give you what my definition is. It is a time when there has been a struggle, a delay, a holdup, a block, a stagnation, a barrier, a wall, mountain, and now there is a resolution. It is about breaking through or going through a fortification. It's a time of absolute and complete resolution. Time to separate you, to prefer you, to honor you, to celebrate you, to recognize you. Your time of lifting. And I declare over somebody this afternoon that your time of lifting is now. Amen. This is your appointed time in the name of Jesus. You have to break through to go through. It's a time to overcome, to achieve, to advance, to enhance, to improve, to change. 
is a time of victory, a time of fruitfulness, a time of increase, a time of lifting, a time of upgrade. I said in the first service that they're coming up with many kinds of phones now. When you get an upgrade, Pastor Funke was telling me that it's now three cameras on one phone. I said maybe in the next year or two, it'll be ten cameras on one phone. It's your time of upgrade, your time of upgrade. Not in a phone, but in your life, in the name of Jesus. It's a time and season of quantum leap. 2020 is a leap year. Up until the 28th of February, nothing has really shifted. It was still a year with January and February. And then something happened on the 29th day. There was a shift. There was a day and it shifted everything. I pray that in March 2020, your life will begin to shift. There will be a movement in the name of Jesus. You will leap for joy. You will praise God. You will shout hallelujah in the mighty name of Jesus. You will be loosed from everything that has held you bound. You will overcome. You will break through. There will be a, an accelerated movement in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. It is a season of newness. A season that will be evident in every area of your life. Time to let go of the past and live in the present looking forward to the future. Remember that there is no future in the past. The past is gone. There is no future in the past. The past is gone. Amen. As I continue to build on this message, one of the words that we had been given as a church is this word in Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. And I'm going to read it in the amplified version. Do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now we will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I would even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Do not remember the former things. Breakthrough is about rising above above the negatives, above the criticisms, above the failures, above the, above the reproach, above the shame, above the storm. It is about shining through the past and living like God intended for you, knowing that we can no longer be bound by the past. In January 2020, we went through that season of fasting and prayer. And I believe in my spirit that we broke through. Amen? How many people believe it? I believe we broke through. Amen. And I said in the first service that if we look at our lives three years ago, as a people and as a church, it is nothing compared to where we are right now. And I know that some people might not agree with me, but I am saying to you that you are no longer where you used to be. And so shall it be in your life. Upward will be your movement in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's look at some examples in the Bible of the people that broke through. One of the people that, one of the um, people that I want to talk about today is David. David in the Bible. I'm going to take the core story from 1 Chronicles 14. I'm going to read verses 8 to 11 in the Amplified Classic Version. And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over Israel, they all went up to seek David. And he heard of it and went out before them. Now the Philistines had come and made a raid in the valley of Raphael. 
David asked God, shall I go up against the Philistines and will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said, go up, I will deliver them into your hand. So Israel came up to Baal Perazin and David smoked the Philistines there. Then David said, God has broken my enemies my hand like the bursting forth of waters. Therefore they call the name of that place Baal Perazin, Lord of the breaking through. Lord of the breaking through. If you ever been heard God be, being described as the God of the breakthrough, this is where the scripture came from. He is the Lord of the breakthrough. He is the God of the breakthrough. He is God of the breakthrough. I in my spirit that he is the God of the breakthrough. There was that war against, there was that war battle in that valley. I don't know what valley, I don't know what war you are fighting. I don't know the giants because that valley is also called the valley of giants. It's also called the valley of trouble. I don't know what trouble. I don't know what giants you are facing. What I, I'm about to tell you is that when David inquired of the Lord, God told him, God gave him instructions. He gave him strategies and he won the battle. I'm saying to you this morning that the Lord will give you instructions. The Lord will give you strategies to win that battle. And I declare over you that you are already victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Interestingly, the Philistines did not give up. <laughs> I don't know what constant trouble you are having in your life. The enemy will give up in the name of Jesus. Let's see what happened to David. I'm going to read that story again in 1 Chronicles 14, 13 to 17 in the Amplified Version. And the Philistines again made a raid in the valley. And David inquired again, of God. And God said to him, do not go up after them. Turn away from them and come around upon them over opposite the mulberry trees. And when you hear a sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry or balsam trees, then go out to battle. For God has gone out before you to smite this Philistine host. So David did as God commanded him. And they smote the army of the Philistines from Gibeon even to Gaza. And the fame of David went out into all the lands. And the Lord brought fear upon the nations. They tried again. Are they trying you again? <laughs> they, they tried again. David inquired of the Lord. Again, new instructions. Again, new strategies. And again, victory. I say over you, I declare over you today that even though they are trying again, you will be victorious. The Lord will empower you. The Lord will give you new strategies. The Lord will give you new instructions. You will have fresh visions and new visitations from the Lord. Your fame will spread throughout all the nations in the name of Jesus. Always remember that the valley is always lower than the mountain top. I pray over you that you will climb up to the mountain top, not by your power, not by your might, but by the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. You will break through like a child breaks through the membrane of, of, a, of, a, of a mother as the child is being delivered in the name of Jesus. The second person I wanted to talk about is Esther. Esther. As the book of Esther is easily one of my favorite books in the Bible. I tend to read the book of Esther in one sitting. If you have never read it, actually how many people have read the book of Esther? 
Oh, quite a few people. So you know the story. It comes highly recommended if you haven't read it. And I want to say to you that it is so like captivating from the beginning to the end. In the story of Esther, we see a story of God's favor. He, she is chosen, separated unto God for his purpose. A, 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 a woman of boldness, a woman that has the spirit of boldness in her, that had that spirit of boldness to approach the king. She had faith. She had determination. She had God's divine wisdom. And I could go on and on. But I'm going to read parts of the story so that we can, I can bring out what I really wanted to say. The first part of the story I'm going to read is in Esther's 5, Esther's chapter 5. I'm going to read verses 1 to 8. On the third day of the fast, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace, opposite his throne room. The king was sitting on his royal throne, facing the main entrance of the palace. When the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court, she found favor in his sight. Somebody's going to find favor in the sight of the king of kings today. And the king extended to her the golden scepter, which was in his hand. So Esther approached and topped the top of the scepter. Then the king said to her, what is troubling you, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you up to half of the kingdom. Esther said, if it pleases the king, may the king and Haman come this day to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Then the king said, bring Haman quickly so that we may do as Esther says. So the king and Haman came to the banquet which Esther had prepared. As they drank their wine at the banquet, the king said to Esther, what is your petition? It shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to have the of the kingdom it shall be done. Then Esther replied, my petition and my request is this. I have, if I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and to do as I request, may the king and Haman come to the banquet that I will prepare for them, and tomorrow I will do as the king says and express my request. I always wondered why the king had to ask her twice and why she had to delay but she was waiting for strategies and waiting because she was fasting. You remember the story? She was fasting, so she was receiving instructions from the Spirit to know what to do next. The second part of the story I wanted to read is Esther 7, 1 to 5 in the Amplified Version. So the king and Haman came to drink wine with Esther the queen. And the king said to Esther on the second day also, as they drank their wine, what is your petition, Queen Esther? It shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to half of the kingdom it shall be done. The queen, then Queen Esther replied, If I have found favor in sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be spared as my petition, and my people be spared as my request. For we have been sold... I and my people to be destroyed, killed, and wiped out of existence. Now we've had only been sold as slaves, men and women. I would have remained silent, for our hardship will not be sufficient to burden the king, even by mentioning it. Then King Ahasuerus asked Queen Esther, Who is he and where is he who dares to do such a thing? Esther said, An adversary and an enemy is Haman, the evil man. Then Haman became terrified before the king and the king. And you know the rest of the story. But if you don't know the rest of the story, maybe I should give it away. Haman was hanged. You know, I've told you to go and read the story, but I can tell you the end. You know how somebody tells you, go and watch a film. And then they tell you the whole film. 
Sorry, I, did, I didn't do that on purpose, but honestly, you still need to read the story. Haman was hanged. But the point I'm trying to bring out of this story is that Esther and the Jews broke through. The Esther and the Jews, they broke through. And Haman was hanged. And I declare over you today that every spirit troubling you, any spirit of Haman troubling you, will be hanged into and put into the bottomless pit in the mighty name of Jesus. The Hebrew word for breakthrough is Perez. It means to rupture, shatter, break, and to tear. And I declare this morning that everything that needs to be ruptured will be ruptured. Everything that needs to be, anything that needs to be broken will be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare the favor of Esther upon you. The victorious spirit of Esther is upon you. The spirit of boldness that was on Esther is upon you. You will have a breakthrough in the name of Jesus. So how can we have a breakthrough? How can we have a breakthrough? You know, as I prepared, I thought about the breakthroughs in my life. I have gone through years of struggle. You remember my definition of delay, of struggles, of serious issues. I was feeling rejected. I had a feeling of rejection. I had shame written all over my face. I was sad. So sad. I was, I was. And I will never go back there again. I was, I had no money. (laughs) I became what I would call, ah, okay, I leave that. I'm being recorded. I didn't have money. I lived on handouts. You know, handouts. I will ask this person for 20 pounds to pull diesel into my car. I will always remember Pastor Bajo when we go for the Redeemed Christian Church of God gatherings or meetings. He will whisper, do you have an offering? Then I will keep quiet. Then he will put something in an envelope and slip it into my hands. So I was saying in the first service that he still does it. But now I humbly accept it because I don't want to forget where I came from by refusing it. I mean, he knows I have the offering, but he will still ask and I still take it. Because not taking it, I don't know what that might mean. So just to be safe, I just take it. And it's all for the Lord anyway. So I had gone through my own season where I needed God to break through. And brothers and sisters, God has broken through for me. (laughs) Hallelujah. God has broken through for me. But I am not there yet. I still have many areas. Many rivers to cross. (laughs) Like that song says, many rivers to cross, many battles to fight. But I know my God of the breakthrough. You know what happened with David? He went, God told him what to do. He was victorious. He went a second time, God told him what to do, and he was victorious. I cannot afford to give up. I will have to keep going. I said to somebody today that you cannot afford to give up because God is with you. We can learn many things from those stories. We can learn that we can pray. We can fast like Esther and the Jews did. We can inquire of the Lord like David did. We can receive wisdom. We can receive instructions and strategies. 
for what is facing us. But in addition, I have eight more points that really helped me in my journey of breaking through. In no particular order, I'm just going to give you those points. The first one is, I did not give up. Honestly, I was so rugged after a while. I was just tired of being battered and bruised by the enemy. I kept knocking, I kept seeking, I kept asking the Lord. I was persistent in prayer. When they say pray, I prayed. When they say fast, I would fast. Even when they don't say fast, I would still fast. I just wanted a breakthrough. My, the scripture I'm going to use this morning is in Luke 18 verses 1 to 8. Just to drive on that point. You know, I declared the word. I fasted. I read the story in Luke 18, 1 to 8. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was this judge in a certain city. He said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while. But finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge, even if he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the son of man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? I cried out unto the Lord day and night. I did. I did. I cried out. <laughs> I cried out. I remember just now, I used to sing one song by Mary Mary. How many people know Mary Mary? Okay, you remember Mary Mary. Okay, so there are some old people like me here. Then remember I wrote Mary Mary. Because I don't think, the young people, do you remember Mary Mary? Oh, they're not Mary Mary. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just can't give up now. You know that song? Come too far. I used to sing that song. It was on repeat in my car. Because I have come so far, I cannot give up. It's too late to give up. It's too late because I must break through. And somebody must be catching that spirit this afternoon. I've come too far. I'm not going to give up. I'm not. The second point that helped me is I was not weary in doing good. I was not weary in doing good. Galatians 6, 9 to 10. Galatians 6, 9 to 10 says, So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. Don't be weary in doing good. I did all the things I had needed to do. I was kind. I, I, ser I, I served in the church. I forgave those who offended me. You know, I just did everything that I could, that I knew how to do by the help of God, just to keep doing good. Believing that he says that the harvest of blessing will come my way. Amen? The third thing was I grew in faith. I began to... Just say to myself, Lord, Daniel, you have to, Daniel, you have to pray for that spirit of faith from the Lord. That spirit of faith you must have. Faith to trust God. Just to trust God, irrespective of what is going on. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11:6, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and he rewards those 
who sincerely seek him. I prayed for more and more and more of faith. I pray for the spirit of faith to come upon me like never before. I believed God for the mustard seed faith. I believed God for the mountain moving faith. I just prayed for more and more of faith. If you want some scriptures to help you there, Mark eleven twenty two to 24 is the one that talks about if you speak to the mountain to move, it would move, it would move and you'll be thrown into the sea. So, all I did was just ask for more and more of the faith of God. Number four. <laughs> this one always makes me laugh because it was tricky for me. I do not like taking risk. But I started learning how to take risk. I started to attempt new things. You know, breakthrough is about newness. If you remember the story of Esther, Esther took a risk by approaching the king uninvited. She risked her life. She risked her life. And I want to say to somebody today that standing up for Christ at the risk of great personal loss will lead to your breakthrough. Giving up on a relationship because it does not glorify God will lead to your breakthrough. Take that risk on God. I am standing here and I'm assuring you that you will have a breakthrough because you took a risk on God. And I'm saying this on the, today, the International Women's Day, that women stand for God. Stand for God and he will come through for you in the name of Jesus. You know what Esther said in Esther 4, 12 to 17? I'm going to read some parts of it. She said, so they told Mordecai Esther's words. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace anymore than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. That's somebody's word. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me, neither eat or drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. That was the risk she took. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther commanded him. I came across a quote in the Bible. Sorry, not in the Bible. I came across a quote. The person who risks nothing, has nothing, is nothing, and becomes nothing. Should I say that again? The person who risks nothing, has nothing, is nothing, and becomes nothing. It was by a man called Leo Boscalia. Number five, trust in God and his will. I learned how to trust in God. I just learned it. You just have to just say, okay, Lord, I surrender. I've tried to do this thing on my own. I've tried to break through on my own, but I know that I'm not getting anywhere. So I learned how to trust in God and his will for my life. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. God says he will make your prayer straight. First John 5, 14 to 15. First John 5, 14 to 15, the Amplified Classic Version says, and this is the confidence, the assurance, the 
privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. And if since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have, we have granted us as our present possession the request made of him. I learned to trust God and in his will. Number six, I learned to delight myself in the Lord. You know, pleasing the Lord, finding pleasure in God, enjoying his presence. I'll go for long walks for about two hours sometime, just talking to God. I learned to delight in his help, to delight in his power, to delight in his love, his mercy, and his grace. The Bible tells us in Psalm 37 verse 4 that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your hearts. A secret to a breakthrough. Number seven, stop and listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking all of the time. He's giving instructions. He's giving strategies. He's giving plans that you need to do. So you, I learned how to listen. You know, I, I, I actually say, it, when people ask me that, how do you know it's the Holy Spirit? I say sometimes it's that thing that I do not want to do. And I know that that is God telling me to do it. Does that make sense? That battle of the flesh and the spirit. Where he says to me, but you can reach out to that person. And I'm saying, ah, Lord, is difficult. You don't know what they did. I know immediately that that is the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to me to do something about it. John 16, 13. John 16, 13 says, For when he, the Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come, that will happen in the future. I learned to stop and listen to the Spirit. Finally, I learned how to wait on God. Because for many years, my sisters and my brothers, nothing was happening. Nothing. I was in this area. I call it area because it was just a location that seemed like I was not going to move from it. But glory be to God, I have moved. And I even at the same way I have moved, you will move in the mighty name of Jesus. I learned how to wait on God, to wait for his promises, to wait for that promise that I will break through. Isaiah 64, Isaiah 64, verses 3 to 4. I'm going to read that. When you did awesome and amazing things which we did not expect, you came down at senior. The mountains quaked at your presence. For from days of old, no one has heard nor has here perceived, nor has the eye seen a God besides you, who walks and acts in behalf of the one who gladly waits for him. It is often said that patience is a virtue. Patience is also the fruit of the Spirit. Please develop it and learn how to wait on the Lord. As a roundup, I have a few questions to ask you. What is in the way of your fulfillment of your promise or the fulfillment of your success? What is blocking the path of your destiny? What is that obstacle? What is making you afraid? What is depriving you of joy, of laughter, of happiness? What is causing you shame and reproach? 
What is that thing that is making you walk with your head bowed low? What is preventing you from moving forward? What is that invisible force you can't explain to anymore, but no inside you is preventing you? What is that thing that is robbing you of honor? What does that cage you have put yourself in look like? What does it look like? What is that wall, that barrier that, that, that the enemy is using to hold you bound? Psalm 42 verse 5 says, Why are you in despair, O my soul? Why have you become restless and disturbed within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for him. For I shall yet again praise him for the help of his presence. That's the word of God. I shall yet praise him. You shall yet praise the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. If you had an answer to any of my questions, then you need a breakthrough. How many people need a breakthrough in this place? I definitely need a breakthrough. I definitely need a breakthrough. Even though I told you I have broken through in the past, I still need more of a breakthrough. You know, one of the things I learned how to do was put the word of God around the house. One in particular that I remembered as I prepared is Psalm 30 verse 5 that says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I used to sing it. I used to dance it. I used to recite it so many times. It was on my fridge. It was everywhere in the house. I, and guess what? Even my first email address was joycometstoday at hotmail.com. Well, in case you are trying to send me that message, I don't have that email address again. Because I am no longer there. I have moved forward. I have broken through because joy has come. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want us to begin to think about those questions that I ask. What is that area of your life? Is it your finances? Is it that you're walking flat out and the basket has holes so your finances are always leaking? Is it your marriage? Trouble, challenging, failing, disintegrating. You are enduring instead of enjoying that marriage. Is it your career? A stagnation. You are stuck. You are just going to work Monday to Friday, but you are really stuck. Is it your school? Is it your university? Is it your academics? Is it about that driving test? Those exams, those professional exams. What is it that you need a breakthrough in? Is it that business that keeps failing? You start one, it closes. You start another one, it closes. The more you invest, the more you lose. What is that thing? What is that area of your body? Is it your healing that you're trusting God for? Physical healing, emotional healing. Is it that what you are believing God for? Is it for a child? You have cried out day and night for a child. Is that what you are trusting God for a breakthrough for? Is it in the area of addiction? Is it that area of sadness and sorrow? Have you been robbed of joy like I was robbed of joy? Do you only have superficial laughter? Because a lot of people, I just used to laugh, but it was just in my mouth. It was not deep at all. It was what I call the face laughter. Is that your story? Do you really desire deep belly laughter? A breakthrough of deep belly laughter? Because when I laugh now, it's deep belly laughter. Is it about that heartbreak that won't go away? 
what is it? What is oppressing you? What is depressing you? What is suppressing you? What is making you afraid? What is making you anxious? What is creating doubt in your mind? Is it that illness that refused to go away? Is it that illness that is raging through your body? Uh-huh. You need a breakthrough. Is it that relationship, that relationship with God, that relationship with family, that relationship with friends? I'd like you to rise up this morning. I don't know which of those things I have mentioned has touched you. If you are here this morning, I want you to begin to pray. Ah, Lord, I need a breakthrough. Let us begin to ask God for a breakthrough. You know that thing. You know it. As I mentioned it, you know it. Let's begin to call on the Lord of the breakthrough. You are God of the breakthrough. Let my brother live for joy this year. Let my sister live for joy this year. Let my sister arise and let her shine this year. Lord God Almighty, let there be a breakthrough of healing. Your healing power, oh God, to search through her body, to search through his body. Oh God of the breakthrough. Breakthrough of blessings, oh God. Constant flow of blessings. Cry out unto the Lord this morning, this afternoon. Call upon the God of the breakthrough. Thank you, O Lord. We bless your name, O God. We honor your name, O God. Thank you, Father, Lord God Almighty. We bless you. I speak as the oracle of God. That every plan to destroy you is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of Haman, I ask that it is destroyed in the name of Jesus. I pray that you break through from depression, oppression, in the mighty name of Jesus. Your sadness turns into joy. You will have deep belly laughter. You will sleep well tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Before I go and sit down, there is a spiritual breakthrough that we all need. I've mentioned some of it, to fast more, to pray more. But some people have never, never given their lives to Christ. You don't have a, please be seated. You don't have an encounter with God. You have never had an encounter with God. You know, I'm praying that this message has touched you and you will begin your walk with God today. Is there anybody here who wants to give their life to Christ? To surrender everything. If you're one of those, please just wave your hands at me. I just need to see your hands and then you can put it down. Is there anybody saying, I want to give my life to you. I've never, never given my life to you, but today I surrender all. Is there anybody? 
Thank you, Lord. The second altar call that I want to make quickly is I want to call on anybody who had given their lives to Christ in the past, but have gone far from God. You know, God is just like a name in your ears right now. And, but now you desire the God of the breakthrough because you know that with him, nothing shall be impossible. Is there anybody here who's saying, I desire God again. I have gone away. I have gone away. There's somebody here who needs help. They have gone away from God. Rabos Calaba. Is there anybody? Is there anybody? Anyone who is saying, I have gone away from God. Just lift your hands. All I want to see is your hand and then you can put it down again. That God Almighty, I need your help. I want to go back to you. I need you again. Thank you, Father, Lord God Almighty. Somebody will come to you if you have a card. So I'm going to ask ministers to please help me go. Ushers, please point to those who lift up their hands so that ministers can go to them and just minister to their needs. Thank you, Father, Lord God Almighty. We bless you, O God. There was another young person over there who is needing help. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lord, we just honor you for today. We glorify you. And finally, finally, you know, I mentioned many cases. But you know, there's a way that you can surrender a case to the Lord. If any case kind of resonated with you, just stand up this afternoon. Just be bold and stand up and just say, I, that resonated with me. Any of the things I mentioned, I mentioned careers, I mentioned marriage, just begin to pray to God. If you are standing, anything that resonated with you, just begin to call upon the God of the breakthrough. Oh, begin to sing that song. The God of the breakthrough, I worship you. God of the breakthrough, God of the breakthrough, breakthrough for me. Let me break through. Let me break forth. Oh, God the same way you broke through from me, break through for your children. Glory be to your name. 